Chaff Chitter. Let's chitter about some chaff. First up today, Steve, Sakura Tribe Elder. One and a green for a creature snake shaman. Sacrifice Sakura Tribe Elder to search your library for a basic land card. Put that card onto the battlefield tapped, then shuffle your library. It is a 1-1. One, one. Steve. Steve? Steve! 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 I can't believe I'm quoting a meme. <laughs> what is the world coming to? Oh. It's a BBC America, or at least a BBC wildlife commercial that has a... Is it a, like a prairie dog, maybe? Yeah, it's, no. it, it's a rodent or a... It's some sort of like rodent or marsupial, maybe. I can't even remember what type, but it's it's doing this stilted kind of motion, and it looks like it's shouting, so they have someone narrating going, Steve! Steve! Like he's calling for Steve. <laughs> for reference, the nickname Steve comes from Sakura S, Tribe T, Elder, S-T-E. And then the V-E was added, you know, magically, like you do. The same way that Gray got turned into Gary for the Gray Merchant of Asphodel. I posit that Sakura Tribe Elder is one of the most powerful cards in Marin. Marin is a commander, two green-black, for I think a 3-4 creature. Whenever a creature you control dies, she gets an experience counter, another creature, just encounter herself. And at your end step, you choose a creature in your graveyard. If you have more experience counters than its CMC, it goes right to the battlefield, otherwise it goes to your hand. This means that you, in two turns with just Marin and Steve, can keep getting Steve straight back to the battlefield and can sack him every turn to guarantee that you ramp. I feel as though it's the sort of threat assessment thing that a new commander player might underestimate, but the advantage is insane. Let's get a bunch of counters really quickly and also lands so that if Marin goes away, I can play her again. Yeah, not to mention that Marin is one of the experienced counter commanders who has a, an upper limit to her scaling. Things like Azuri. Azuri is going to get you more and more plus one plus one counters as you get creatures. Mizzix is going to further reduce the cost of your X spells ad nauseum. Well, you can't play ad nauseum because you're not in black, but you know what I mean. The term ad nauseum, ad infinitum if you prefer. I do. But Marin is going to cap out in effectiveness, and she will do it very quickly with someone like Steve. Next, Orcish Oriflame. Or Oriflamme, it's O-R-I-F-L-A-M-M-E. I'm going to go with, it's probably not flame, because the art depicts a minotaur skull pierced with an, anyway, it's an enchantment. Attacking creatures you control get plus one, plus O. This has an impressive number of printings, but it mostly cut off at 7th edition until it got a reprint at Common and Eternal Masters. Which makes sense, because it's pretty bad. Next we have Hammerheim Deadeye. Three and a red for a creature giant warrior. It's a 3-3. Three, three. That is, it is a, a giant and it is a warrior. It's not an especially large war Well, it's also a large warrior. It has echo for five and a red. So if it entered the battlefield since your last upkeep, you sacrifice it unless you pay its echo cost. And when it enters the battlefield, destroy a creature with flying. Red gets a little bit of flying hate. It's got reach secondarily, I guess. Kind of. And it generally has damage to flyers, but it almost never gets to destroy flyers. But that's because this is from Planar Chaos, so it's an intentional color shift. Ah, now I see. It's one of those situations of, it isn't a very tall order to push from ideal this much direct damage to a flyer into I straight up destroy a flyer. 
Which is funny because nowadays, Mark Rosewater considers Destroy Target Flyer to be a green color pie break. He thinks green should only ever deal damage to flyers. So this is further removed from the color pie. Another degree. We have one more card for you here today. Soratami Mind Sweeper. That's not the classic Microsoft <laughs> game, Mind Sweeper. Nothing to do with explosives. Three and a blue for a 1-4 creature Moonfolk Wizard flying. And two, return a land you control to its owner's hand. Target player puts the top two cards of his or her library into his or her graveyard. Self land bounce and mill has got to be the most sideways combination of abilities on a card that I have ever heard in my life. Yeah, that's the moon folk for you. Some of them do really cool things at the expense of bouncing lands. Others do this. <laughs> Ice cold. I mean, I love them to death. I have a patron of the moon deck. It has the only moon folk tribal themes in existence. <laughs> Though I don't use Sortami Mind Sweeper or Mind Sweeper. No sweeping is going on here, except for when my opponents sweep their cards back into their deck boxes. Isn't sweep also just another bad Kamigawa mechanic? You're right. It's a mechanic that involves bouncing lands to your hand. Speaking of the sweeping lands or sweeping cards back in their deck box, I like to make a joke about my Patron of the Moon deck involving the cards Sunder. Sunder is an instant for three blue blue that returns all lands to their owner's hands. Now, if you want to be especially mean, it's actually a very good card in a Patron of the Moon deck, because Patron of the Moon has a very cheap one-mana activated ability to put two lands from your hand onto the battlefield tapped. So I said once that I cast Sunder, and it returned all of our lands to our hands, and then it returned all my opponent's hands to their libraries, and then all their libraries to their deck boxes, and their deck boxes to their backpacks. <laughs> yeah, Mark. Mark.